Greetings, Traveling Pulpit family. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, Traveling Pulpit family, it is a saying that we say each week, but it is a faithful saying that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. That saying, I am so glad to rejoice in this day, and I hope that you are too. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I do not know where to start because the Lord is so good. He is so wonderful. He is so filled with his love and his promises. I just don't know where to start today. But I will tell you this. We all fall short of the glory of God because we are all sinners. You know, traveling pulpit family, It is one thing to be an admitting sinner, but it's something else to be an habitual sinner. You see, an admitting sinner will understand that they are sinners and will do everything to move their own possible way of life to ask for forgiveness of their sin. Knowing that they will never be without sin so long as we are in the flesh, we will always make amends to the Lord to forgive us of our sins, to wash us of our unrighteousness, to fill us with his Holy Spirit so that we might appear righteous before all mankind, even though we are all sinners. But on the other hand, the habitual sinner does not give a damn how they live. They live as they feel they want to live. So as they think, if so so shall they be. And they don't care what anyone thinks about them. They are going to live how they want to live. They're going to want, they're going to do whatever they want to do. They are living according to their flesh. And that is where we find our breakdown traveling pulpit family. Jesus did not get on that cross for nothing. He got on that cross for all of us. But it is a chosen right to each one of us. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, the Bible tells us. But we have an opportunity to choose whether we want to be an admitting sinner or whether we want to be an habitual sinner. And in days like these, the days that the Bible has said we would go through, we are seeing more and more of the habitual sinner coming out in mankind. Now, that's not saying that they are darkening the admitting sinner because the admitting sinner is the body of Christ. It is the church. It is who Christ died for. It is us. We are the sinners who are admitting that we are sinners so that his blood can cover us. And when his blood covers us, it protects us from the things of this world. However, traveling pulpit family, there are men. There are men who are so great in their own eyes that the lie they tell everyone, they want everyone to believe the lie because Satan is going to hell and he wants to take as many individuals, those choosing to not 
admit that they are sinners, but those who choose to do sin because they feel it's the right thing that they want to do in their own mind. They want to do what's right in their own mind. They are the ones who are going to go into the lake of fire with Satan, with the devil, with the dragon, the false prophet, the antichrist. They are all going in with him and he does not want to be alone. Traveling pulpit family, do you not realize that the moment that Lucifer said in his heart over in the book of Isaiah that he will put his throne above the throne of God, that that is the original sin. That is the original sin that got him kicked out of of heaven and thrown down to the earth. Not that the earth was made for him. The earth was made for the Lord. And everything that is in it was made for him. But when Lucifer saw mankind receive the authority in the garden to rule and keep it and tend to it, he became jealous in his heart once again because he has no kingdom. He has no throne. So he had to make one for himself, traveling pulpit family. And you know this is only a temporary kingdom. This is only a temporary throne that he is sitting on. But what he has done, he has he has dispatched weak-minded men, punks, if you would, who are doing his bidding, who every day gets on TV to tell the world that what they think is the right thing to do for mankind. And not what Christ has done for mankind. So much so that the Bible has written in in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 4 and 14. It tells us to do not walk in the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of the evil. Meaning do not walk in the ways of the wicked men who walk in the way of their master. You see, sin is the birth child of Satan. He has given birth to sin that has now given birth to all of mankind. And the way of the wicked is the way of the tongue that will not confess that they are sinners and that they need Jesus as their Lord and Savior. That is the way of the wicked. We are not to follow those individuals who interfere in our beliefs. If we believe or if we say we believe in Christ, then anything that comes against that or will cause us to question our allegiance with Christ, that is the wicked way. Anything, that is the wicked way. And some of us have fallen asleep at the wheel. But Traveling Pulpit family, it is my mission to try not getting the way of the Lord's but to try to introduce some who has gone away from that relationship with the Lord to try and bring them back into relationship with the Lord. Not so I can get the credit, but so that the Lord can get the credit because by reintroducing you to the Lord, 
you will reestablish your salvation with him and not with me. It's not about me. You've heard me say on this podcast before, Traveling Pulpit Family, it is only my voice that you're hearing, but it is the voice of the Holy Spirit or the words of the Holy Spirit that are coming from my voice. I take no credit in this. I want no credit for what the Lord is doing in the life of the individual. The only thing I have been allowed to do is start this podcast two years ago and continue this podcast to this day to try and introduce, reintroduce, or acknowledge to those who have fallen out of relationship with the Lord that it is important to perhaps revisit, ask the Lord to come into or back into your life if you need such. But Proverbs goes on to remind us to avoid the path of evil. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. The reason why is because the evil that men do, that evil that they do cannot cause them to sleep unless they have, unless they have or are doing something wrong. And they are robbed of their sleep unless they have made someone to stumble. You know, I imagine that these men have stayed up many nights throughout the world talking on the telephone or doing uh, video chats with one another to try and develop ways to destroy mankind simply because the fight is not with flesh and blood. The Bible reminds us it is with the spirits that this battle is being waged against mankind. But you, the individual, have to know what side of the spirit that you're standing on. Are you standing on the side of salvation or are you standing on the side of eternal separation? The choice is yours. You cannot work out your own understanding on your own. You have to have help. And Jesus is the help that you need. And I'm not just saying this because this is what I want from you. I'm saying this because this is what Christ died for you. He put his life in place of yours that you might have an opportunity to the tree of life. If not, we're all doomed. Why? Because we're all sinners. We are all sinners. But these men who plot evil against you. Jesus told these men and in that day, and, and the words is still just as impactful then as they are now. He says in John eight and 44, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And every day, traveling pulpit family, we are given a lie. We are told a lie. We are shown numbers that lie. And, and, every, and every day, someone gives in to that lie. Every day. 
The lie is so promising. It is so falsely documented that people who are weak minded are believing that lie and what they are doing. They are beginning to one by one shut businesses down to those who will not do what they say. They're taking incomes away from those who will not do what they say. And they are beginning to man-made mandate that these things happen or otherwise you could lose your livelihood. But I want to know, Traveling Pulpit family, what is more important to you? Is the, the, the money of this world greater than the blood that was shared for you on Calvary? If so, Traveling Pulpit family, I need for you to pray. I need for you to pray. If the money of this world is more important to you than the blood that was shed on Calvary, I need you to pray. I need you to understand that that money is only temporary, but that blood is everlasting. Why? Because the blood has not then, does not now, nor will it ever lose its power. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary, will never lose its power. Never. Traveling pulpit family, you have to understand that there are six things, six things that the Lord detests, that the Lord hates. And these six things are the very things that mankind is doing in this day and time. They come from Proverbs 6 and 16 through 19. And they are, the Lord hates a haughty, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood as, as meaning an abortion, a heart that, dis, that devices wicked plans as in this vaccine, feet that make haste to run to evil as those in the White House, a false witness who breathes out lies as in a, 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 a supposed doctor who knows about the things that, that affect us in this world. And one who sows discord among his brothers. These are the things that the Lord hates. These are the things that m- mankind will be judged by. Because we are in the season of return, Traveling Pulpit family. I'm quite sure you've heard me talk about this. We are in the season of return. And the season of return does not mean that that there is an hour or day known to us, but it is a season of preparation. It is a season of getting your house in order. Because these things will not ever go away. These things will not stop. Why? Because mankind has haughty eyes. He has a lying tongue. He has hands that shed innocent blood. He has a heart that desires wicked plans. He has feet that makes haste to run to evil. He also has a false witness who breathes out lies, and he has one who sows discords among his brothers. But traveling pulpit family, I do not want that to be us. I do not want 
not one of us listening to this podcast or sharing this podcast with others to be lost in the deception of this world. You have to understand, Traveling Pulpit family, that over in John, over, uh, let me find it real quick, over in John 14, Jesus told his disciples that I'm going to prepare a place for you, 14 and 3, and and you, and if I go to prepare a place, I will come to you and take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And then he says, you know where I'm going. But then Thomas, the, I mean, you see the, the childlikeness, the childlikeness of the disciples. They, they, they were men, but they were childlike. We have to be childlike when we come to the savior. We cannot be of of ourselves. We are men and women of sin. We are men and women of the world. But when we come to Christ, when we come into the, the, the prayer room by which I'm in right now, I'm in a closet right now recording this message because this is where the Lord speaks. We have to come to him as children. And Thomas did not know the way, but Jesus told him, I am the way, the only way, the one and only way. Do not be deceived by that traveling pulpit family. He says, I am the truth, meaning the things that the Lord, that the Lord God hates, the truth will set us free. And he is the truth that sets us free. Why? Because he makes us free simply because once you hear the truth, you cannot unhear the truth. And if you hear the truth and you choose to not adhere to the truth, you're damned where you stand. He says, and the life, meaning that he is the life eternal, that with him, we live without him, we suffer. And I do not want any of you traveling pulpit family or those who share this message with others. others I do not want any of you to suffer eternally. I want you to be a part of that life because I'm going to be a part of that life. And I want you to share in that life with me. I do not want to be alone. And I'm certain that you do not want to be alone with whom you share this message with. If you love someone, share this message with them. If you love someone, tell them about the goodness of the Lord. If you love someone, fear God and not man. He says, no one comes to the father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. For from now on, you do know him and have seen him. Now, a lot of people get hung up when, when, when we talk about Jesus's deity. He is the son of God. He is the son most high. He does have the name that is above all names. But dads, I want you to look at your son and I want you to pay close attention at your child because that son is a replication of you. Mothers will, 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 will tell the, the, the dads that boy is just like you. He acts just like you. He sees everything that you're doing and he imitates everything that you do. That is who Christ is. This is who Christ is. He is everything his father is. He does everything his, he's seen his father do. And now he has the authority to save us and take us to where he is now. Simply because 
while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 and 8. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. And he made it known that he has made a place for us. The traveling pulpit family, again, it is one thing to be an admitting sinner. But it's something else to be an habitual sinner. But Revelations 21 and 8 reminds us, but as for the cowardly and faithless and detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, the sorcerers, the idolaters, the liars, their portion will be in the lake of fire that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Meaning there is no coming back from that. But traveling pulpit family, I do not want you to get there. We are all sinners. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So long as we're in this flesh, I was sinning before I started this podcast. I'm going to sin after I finish this podcast. But you know what, traveling pulpit family, I'm going to call on the name of the Lord and ask for forgiveness. Why? Because I am an admitting sinner. That is who I am. And I have no shame in saying that before mankind. Because I do not want the Lord to go quiet on me. I do not want the rocks to cry out in my place. I want the world to know that I'm a sinner saved by the grace of God. And no one will take that from me. No one will take that from me, but no one will give me anything of this world that I know did not come from my Lord. No one. I don't care who you are. No one's giving me anything, Traveling Pulpit family. And I'll tell you something else. I've said this before in the podcast. If I lose everything, I'm talking everything. If I lose everything, I will not stop praising the Lord. You know why? Because every day I watch the birds sitting outside of my job. I get there early enough so I can have a, a quiet time and an opportunity to speak to the Lord on, on my own. Just me and him. In quiet communion. And the Lord reminds me every day, take look at the birds. They neither reap nor sow, yet our Father feeds them. He feeds them every day, He provides for them. So I know if I lose everything in this world, this world is only temporary, but His blessings are everlasting. I will not go without. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want for anything. Trust me in what I'm telling you, traveling pulpit family. And if you believe what I'm believe, if you believe the same as I believe, God bless you. If you do not believe as I believe, traveling pulpit family, I present to you the opportunity right now to know the Lord for yourself. The only way you can make it out of this on your own is by accepting them for yourself. I've told my children, no one makes it out together. Every man for himself. No one is going to be eight in a boat this time. Every man for himself. The Bible tells us to work out our own salvation. So we have to work out our own salvation. And I'm giving you the blueprint on how to do it. It's accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Why? Because 1 John 1 and 9 reminds us if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. That is a guarantee that you can take, not to the bank, but you can take to heart, that you can hold on to and know that he has your best interests in mind.
And this is how you begin. Romans 10, 9. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. I want you to know, Traveling Pulpit family, that is the beginning of your salvation march. That is That right there is your ticket to the promise that the Lord Jesus gave us. When he said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. But if I go to prepare a place that I will come again and take you to where I am so that where I am, so will you be. This right here is your golden ticket. And they have gone throughout the world. You remember in the movie, Willy Wonka? See, you have to understand, Traveling Pulpit family, everything evolves around the Lord. Everything. There is not one thing that does not evolve around the Lord in this world. Why? Because mankind wants to do everything in his power to not acknowledge God in everything he does. But you know, at the end of the day, traveling pulpit family, everything is all about the Lord. Everything. So even in a movie like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the golden ticket may have gone out, gone throughout the world, which was six tickets, only six. But salvation is for everyone. I mean, everyone has a golden ticket. So traveling pulpit family, you got a golden ticket. I pray to the Lord most high that you do not throw it in the trash, that you do not throw it in any in the eternal trash called hell, but that you will hold on to it that you will know what you have and you will know the value of what you have if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That there is all you need, Traveling Pulpit family. Will you give the Lord the opportunity to give you that golden ticket simply because it's one thing to be an admitting sinner, but it's something else to be an habitual sinner. And I want you traveling pulpit family. I want you to be an admitting sinner. Sin is not who we are. Sin is what we do because we are all born sinners. Christ is the only one who was not born a sinner. He was the only one who was born without sin. Simply be simply put, traveling pulpit family, there's been a lot of debate about this, but let me let me say this in, in my finishing up. Mankind, when he died, the seed that was in his body died with him. The womb of a woman before it is touched by the dead seed of man is very much alive because the womb inside of a virgin is perfect. The only perfect place in a woman even unto this day, and I'll debate anybody on that. The only place inside a woman that is perfect is the womb until the dead seed of mankind has touched it. Then that, that womb has died because now she's giving birth to the dead. I'll debate anybody on that. If they want to reach out to me, I'll give you the information when we close. That womb has now become 
a, a coffin by which she now gives birth to a dead body. Yeah, it may say live on the birth certificate, but that 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 boy and that girl that grows into that man and that woman, there is only there is only a boy and a girl, a man and a woman. I was told through science, if the nodules in the body fell, they became testes and made a boy. If the nodules stayed up in the female, they became ovaries and she became a woman. You cannot differentiate from the two. No one can change their sex. I don't care who you are. I don't care what mankind says. If you are born a male, you are born a boy. You are, you are made to become a man. If you are a female, you are born a girl. You are made to become a woman. There is no in between. There is no gray area. It is black and white. So therefore, traveling pulpit family, you have that opportunity right now as a man, as a woman. To make your your election sure that Christ is who you want to follow, that he is your savior. Otherwise, you're in for a world of hurt, a world of hurt. And I believe traveling pulpit family. I believe all these things to be true, not because I'm saying these things, but because I believe what the word of God has told me. Things that I have studied, things that I have read. No one has told me anything that is not already in this book. This book is all we need. This is our instruction. Basic instruction before leaving earth, as we are told, is the acronym of the Bible. But I see the Bible as more than just an acronym. It is a living and breathing organism. That every single day we get something from just like manna from heaven. This book is our manna. It feeds us. It clothes us. It it guides us and it protects us. And all you need to do, traveling pulpit family, if you are an admitting sinner and not a habitual sinner, you have the right to call upon the Lord to be saved. But if you are a habitual sinner, I pray that you will stop where you are. Take a moment, take a take 20 seconds and just ask the Lord to change your life, to turn you around. Because right now we still have the opportunity. It's still daylight. It is not dark yet. But when the Lord comes, it's going to get dark. When he comes, it's going to get dark because he's going to take the light out of the world. And then there will be no more light and there will be no more opportunity. It will be done. As he said on the cross, it is finished. So will it be after he comes. It will be finished. And then where will the hope be then? So you have it now. Take advantage of it now. The opportunity is yours. And I pray that you will seize it. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for allowing me to come and just give you the inspired message of God, the word of the Lord that pierces through bone and marrow, heart, sharpening any two-edged sword. I'm grateful for the opportunity that I get. I'm grateful for the opportunities of each week delivering this message to you. And I'm grateful for the opportunity of bringing the awareness to you because we all must be aware. We all must be aware of the things that we face, of the things that we are up against right now in this world, because we are up against wicked men 
who are doing the devil's work, their father's work, because they are of him and he is of the lies. So traveling pulpit family, I pray that you will have ears to listen and tongues to stay silent, that you will all be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. Now unto him, traveling pulpit family, who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and ever and forever. Amen. Traveling Pulpit family, reach out to me at TravelingPulpitMinistries.com. You can also reach me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok at TPM116. Also, you can reach me at TravelingPulpit at gmail.com. I want to thank you and just acknowledge to you that the Lord loves you. And I, and I love you also. And I pray that you have a great week ahead. And tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. This is the Traveling Pulpit with Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, saying goodbye for now.